Good evening, Mr. Denko Jones. How are you? Good morning. And how are you? <laughs> good, good morning. I keep forgetting that we're on the arse end of the world and you're... Where, where are you? Where are you tonight? You look like you're in somewhere. I'm in Norway. Norway? Yeah. Dude. That's that's sick. Full of black metal. Is it, it like if you open your window, they're like dudes in corpse paint, like... Going Not down. really. No. Uh, no, I'm in Tromso. Uh. <laughs> we're we're playing a, a festival, so we got early. We came early this week, so we're playing at the end of the week with uh, Rival Sons. Oh man, that that'd be killer, dude. They're a great yeah, band. Yeah. yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, man, absolutely. Hang on, just give me a sec. <clears throat> You've just dropped out a little bit, I think. Oh, okay, maybe. You've just uh. You've gone. Whoosh, I'll get closer to you. the mic. Then. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But hey, man, it's good to good to talk to you again. This time, I can see you. Last time was just on the ye old telephone, you okay. know, the old times. But uh, here we are, man. It's uh, it's it's definitely gonna ha- have you again, especially with this new album, man. Electric Sands, man, what a killer fucking album this is. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. No worries, man. No worries. Well, September fifteenth is when it drops, and uh, of course, I've been cranking it. And uh, in all its rock and roll gr- glory, and man, it's was it number one in what was it? What track was it? That was number one in Germany. Yeah, so uh, I mean, we put out a teaser track just to let everybody know that it's out. Like it wasn't even a, a single, and it 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 went number one in Germany. So it kind of it's a good problem to have, but it's kind of thrown everything off in terms of our release dates for um, successive singles. Um, so anyways, yeah, guess who's back is the title, uh, is the opening cut to the yes. album and it is number one, at least this week in Germany, or was it last week now? I guess it's last week because, uh, that was a few days ago. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. But cause I mean, I guess the, the hype for the album, dude, you know, it's, it's good, man. As I said, like, I think I this is your so. best dude. I think. I'm going to go down and I'm going to say it. This is my favorite Danko Jones album. Oh, thanks, man. I, yeah, we really like it too. And and we're very confident about it in terms of, you know, people's reactions. I'm not really worried that if you like our band's previous albums, you like this one. Um, actually, since Fire Music, which was released in 2015, I've had no worries about the reception of it. Fire Music... Mm. Uh, followed by Wildcat, A Rock Supreme, Power Trio, and now this, Electric Sounds. Uh, these albums, you know, ever since Rich Knox joined the band, uh, I don't really have any worries. The only worry is if, like, will enough people hear it? You know, that's the only worry. <laughs> will people hear this? Oh, man, of course I will. Everyone knows Danko so. Jones. You know, there's a, there's a lot of, <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, traffic and clamor for people's attention and and time and Mm. you know beyond music you know video games and movies and tv and what have you so i hope we can you know burst through all that and 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 get people to hear the uh the songs because you know i i think with our previous albums we put them out and we've all kind of you know given ourselves a high five and and upon completion only to find out that oh okay well nothing happened even though i i could swear like 
Mm. I'm really confident about this band and the, the albums we've put out. And yet, you know, a lot of the time the reception has been good, but it hasn't like, <clears throat> I guess what I'm saying is I hope, you know, things kind of take off. Every band does with every album they put out. They hope it goes number one and sells as many albums as Thriller. Yeah. But, you know, you just <clears throat> you just hope for the best. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And it is hard these days, man. Not only music, but film as well. Everything just is so much noise, if you know what I'm saying. And it's just, you know, there's all these artists everywhere that are like, look, man, look what I did. And it's just cutting through. But, you know, I think. Yeah, between, you know, streaming platforms and Bandcamp and hard copy of a vinyl record i just so much that and there's so many bands now when i was growing up i had like 20 cassettes because <laughs> <laughs> that's all i could afford i mean it took me so long for me to save up to buy a cassette and and i would dub copies of my friend we would you know dub mm. each other's cassettes so you'd get double the amount of records but that's basically you know how I grew up, and now you can have discographies in seconds. You know, it's nuts, dude. It's nuts. Yeah, it's things. crazy. My yeah. kids, I had to show. I, I showed them what a cassette was earlier this year, and they were like, "I don't get it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I don't, I don't get it either. I hate cassettes, by the way. But but uh, I know you, you know, too. <laughs> I fucking hate them, and I hate them because, um, I lived with them. Yeah, me too. And they weren't, they weren't nice to me. No so. fuck cassettes. I've got one here right now, actually, but that's the only one I'll, I'll say, oh, like, it's got my daughter's, my, my eldest daughter's heartbeat on it. So I've got to try and get it off the Oh, cassette, that's different. Which well, that's different. different. I mean, personal recordings <laughs> that you did on cassette that you were, yeah. old, those are different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about buying a, you know, a, a, a copy of a, of a release from a band. And sometimes the, the, the recording the tape quality you know that made major labels would would duplicate would yeah. be of such low quality it, it, it was terrible it was such a scam um i'm just so glad they're gone but now they're coming back you was just about to don't say get that it's well, the thing is it's 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 only being um pushed by people who really never grew up with it and yeah, who it's... never lived with it as their only medium, you know, so. But, you know, you're a big vinyl guy. I know, you know, you, you, you got quite a tasty collection though, right? I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've, it doesn't look that way. Cause I always, I end up selling a whole bunch and I keep my collection to the bare minimum, especially during the pandemic. I went through it and I sold like 300, over 300 albums oh, because I just, I needed the space, but also, I mean, I looked at it and I go, well, what, why am I, why is this like, is this just for a pose? Like, is it just cause I want to look cool? So I went through all the records and I got rid of the ones that I didn't really, you know, need or, or hmm. I knew I wasn't going to listen to in, in the next five years. So um, the only records that remain are the ones that I would listen to and, or, and, or have some sort of, um, nostalgic value but you've got your all your own stuff all the danko jones stuff on on vinyl i'd say about 95 percent. i'm missing a few but yeah 
pretty much most of it is. Is there like rare Danko Jones stuff out there, like Japanese pressings or stuff that you're you're on the hunt for? That finds it's um, <laughs> you know you you're chasing your own. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of singles that I don't have. It's not a it's not a big deal. I mean, I have I yeah. I'm on them. I have them. I know them. But but there are a few. I have there are some. If you're a collector, yeah. And I know there are a few that I have that I don't think they have. But then there are some collectors who have more than I do. Um, there's there's someone in Germany who man he is very very thorough. And uh, he has more stuff than we do. Um, and I've actually traded him for stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> that's yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. Cool. I traded him some like tour stuff, and he yeah, and he brought me some vinyl. That's awesome. That's awesome. The only thing that's missing in his collection is you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I gave him some laminates and like stuff that's that cool. nobody has except yep. if you were in the band or if you were you know part of the tour. So he's got some of those. Oh, that's unreal, man. That's unreal. But yeah. uh, I do like the cover of the uh, the new album too, with all the uh, electric science things going on and, and the uh, shifty looking eels. Who, who designed? Yeah, uh, I go. He goes by Mandroid, okay. um, and that's his. Uh, I guess his work title or his, his professional name. Um, and he's done some of our t-shirt designs from our last album and they were so good we were like why don't we get him to do the album cover if he can't take a stab at it i like busy covers um a rock supreme was busy as well and you know busy covers like rock and roll over from kiss you know like those those busy album covers are cool because it gives you something to look at when when you're playing the record i mean these days it's you know music is used for background doing other stuff Mm -hmm. um but you know, a lot of the time, well, originally the, the the cover artwork was so you can look at it when you're listening to the records. Do you ever hi- tell them, tell the artists to hide little things in there for Easter eggs? Is there any Easter eggs in the artwork that we should look out for? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't really have a hand in, you know, doing that. I, I guess I could have if I wanted to. And I never really thought about it, but um, n- not really. No, I, I, that's a good idea, though. The Where's Wally, unless you call him Walter, yeah. there, of uh, uh, albums. <laughs> I think we call him, I think it's, yeah, Waldo, or I don't know. I, I can't Yeah, but hey. I think it's the same. Where's yeah, Wal- yeah. Waldo? Same thing. But, you know, yeah. if you put that in an album, I like that idea of having to find the stuff in an album cover. Yeah, that would be a that. cool thing. There you go. <laughs> but uh, of course, the main riff of the song "Good Time" is uh, it's kind of melancholy. That's something I keep going back to. Is there a reason for that? Is it it's it's catchy, but it, there's there's a bit of a mood to it. Yeah, I guess you, I guess you're right in that sense of the like the lyrics are basically, you know, I guess the gist of the song is like I missed out on so much, but not anymore. Mm. And I guess the sadness is you know, how much I've missed out on, <clears throat> but the, the overall, the chorus is basically, well, that stops today and, and we're going to, I'm not going to miss out on anything anymore. And I like the gang vocal too. Is that all your the buddies? Gang? Yeah. And it's actually a bunch of, I, I uploaded it on Instagram. Like I recorded everybody doing gang vocals <clears throat> in the studio and it was Damien Abraham from fucked up. 
Yep. Who's just good friends of ours. Uh, and Daniel DK from Exciter. He's an Exciter. Um, our producer, Eric Ratz, is in the video. And then we got uh, another, like, <clears throat> someone who was just working at the studio, a guy named Zach. He just, just get in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but the, the, that was, uh, yeah, gang vocals for the day. I love it. I love that stuff. And uh, I, I do want to know, though, uh, see, this is spoilers. I, this is, I'm sorry, guys. Sure. This is spoilers. No but uh, she's my baby. Who does the English dude going, uh, who's that girl? She looks so fine. Who's that? That's, yeah, it's Tyler Stewart of the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, he's the drummer. And we've been friends for years and years and years. And they were in town. Tyler, well, Tyler lives in Toronto. We were recording in Toronto. Eric, our producer, recorded the last two or the last Bare Naked Ladies album. Mm. So he had Tyler on Rolodex. And of course, I've known Tyler for so long. And we were like, well, we need we need an English accent here. But like, who can do it? Who's English, but like knows their way in the studio. And we're in Canada. But Tyler has a um, a sketch comedy background. And he's really good at accents. So he came into the studio and he basically said, what region do you want? That's nuts. So he gave us a couple of different reg regional British accents and we used the best ones. So, or Eric did, I should say, but, but he's, he's a riot. And so it was fun to hang out with him in the studio. So that's Tyler, the drummer from Bare Naked Ladies. That's that's so funny. Are they all recorded? Are there like different versions that you? I, yeah, I, they're on a they're on a hard drive somewhere. Man, you I reckon you should release them. <laughs> Do a super yeah, they're, cut. They're pretty funny. I have video of him laying it it down, but we can't put it out until I can't release it until the record is it's, because yeah. then. Yeah, you know that it's just a weird way of the world these days. Like we can't even play these new songs until uh, the record's out, except yeah. for "Guess Who's Back in Good Time." Because if we do, someone's going to record it on a smartphone, and then it's either going to be ridiculed because we're not practiced enough, or you know, go or I don't know. Like we, no one does that. No band does that anymore. Um, so we just have to wait. Till I, but there's some funny videos of him laying down the vocals of it. It's a shame the bands can't get up there these days and go, oh, you guys are the first to hear this song. It's a new song. Yeah. It just won't happen, man. I, yeah, it's just. No. And then we the used internet. We that all the time. We used, to yeah, play, we used to write a song on a Tuesday, have a gig on a Friday, <clears throat> and just play the song at the show um, and work it out after the show's over and go, yeah, that, you know, that chord, yeah, we got to change that first chord, you know, but, you know, stuff like that. But now it has to be finished before we even hit the stage, not just like finished, meaning like yep. mastered, <laughs> not even like written, just like finished recording, mastered, mixed, mastered, everything. Yep. And then we can play. It. And then you got jerks. That'll like learn the song and do those covers of the song before you even get home from the gig. You know what well, I mean? They're usually always like played differently, not wrong, but yeah. a little different. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like those. It's fun to watch. First yeah. of all, it's very flattering. I'm very complimented by it. I like it. But then also, 
no one, I think a hundred percent, no one gets, no one plays it the way I play it. Yeah. So it's still, you know, it's fine. And one thing I did want to mention at the start of the title track, the opening line is about smashing a thousand guitars. I oh, think right. there is, see, I'm spoiling this for everyone out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's okay. That's yeah. all right. Too. Yeah, all right. It's in reference. It's in re- But I think there's a Guinness World Records in there, mate. You know what I'm saying? A thousand guitars. Yeah. In I'm, like- actually, I'm actually opposed to smashing guitars. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, in all seriousness, I mean, it's, it sounds great in a song. Yeah. And of course, saying like, I'm going to smash a thousand guitars tonight uh, is an exaggeration. And it's meant to, you know, mean I'm just going to have a wild time. Yes. Um, which is, I think, the act of smashing the guitar, whether it's Pete Townsend or Paul Stanley or Kurt Cobain. But I find it very wasteful. Um, so I've always thought, especially being in a band and like I only play two guitars. Yeah. And for a long, long time, I only had one. Um, because it's all I had. And so whenever I'd see someone smash a guitar, I'd be like, what? Give it to me, man. <laughs> or some kid who's who can't. Yeah, man. I, I guess you're right there. Or some kid that can't afford and wants that dreams about having an electric. You know, maybe maybe we just change it to smashing ukuleles or something. You know. Right. I mean, I mean, rock and roll is not supposed to be pragmatic. It's, it's, it is supposed <laughs> to be crazy. And so I... I, I, you know, I have yeah. to understand that, but like, oh, I know. when you're broke and you're, you're in a band and you have one guitar, I mean, it just, now I have two actually. Dude, that amazes me, you know, because every guitarist that I know at least has a fucking wall of guitars and, and then they have to try and they buy guitars and they have to sneak them in from their wives and then they have to go, that's always been there. Well, I mean, okay. Well, I shouldn't say I have two. I have two when we tour. I mean, I always have just only two. Okay. Um, but it, but I mean, over the years, I've accumulated different kinds of guitars. We sold a bunch. Um, we sold a lot of our gear um, when JC moved to Finland and Rich moved to PEI in Charlottetown. Um, so no, none of us live in the same city, and so we didn't need a um, a rehearsal space anymore. So oh. we didn't need to store our gear and have and rehearse so we sold a lot of it and in doing so i sold like i don't know five or six guitars um i don't have a lot of guitars i never have and the ones i have at this point are for nostalgic reasons and for gear like for recording reasons like i'll keep i don't play telecasters anymore but i i still keep them um and you know i'm 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 sponsored by Hagstrom guitars and uh, I've, I've, I've gotten a few guitars over the years from Hagstrom. Um, I use them in the studio. I swap them out on tour. I have one guitar I play at home. That's a Hagstrom. But um, when I'm on tour, we have two. Easy to carry around. That's it. That's all you need. Actually, they're actually right behind me in this room. That, that is the guitar case. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's got two. And that's, it. that's all I need. So we need the only weapons you need. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, a more power to you if you have five or ten. I, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't look down or, or make fun or, 
or scoff at, at bands who do. Yeah. I just, I just, I just do it because it's easier to carry around and it's like everything's in the same key from beginning to end. And I'm a death metal singer, so I just plug in and <laughs> I go and everyone else. Yeah, I envy you guys, man. There's just really not the gear. I'm not a gearhead, so it's just yeah. more of a singer than a guitar player. So, and man, you are one hell of a singer. I will tell you that, man. Well, you probably oh, know. Thanks. But man, like, oh, thanks. <laughs> there's stuff it's fun to fun to sing. It is. It is. As you know. Yeah. I do, but not like you, man. There's stuff that I hear on this album that's just, I don't know, man. There's you got a real powerful voice, dude. There's something in you that's just, it hits me. It's real good, man. Oh, thanks. I, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, I don't know how much longer we got, but I did want to uh, ask you, of course, uh, about uh, your work with other bands. You do get hit up a lot. Yeah, 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 I do. Um, and I usually, I only do it when I'm friends with them. I, I can't just, I mean, I get hit up a lot and, and if I don't know them, I don't, like, I can't really, can't really do it if I don't know you. Oh, there you go. Cause I, I saw you got up with Volbeat the other, was it the other night? Got up with Volbeat and did Black Rose? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Last week. Uh, well, the night before I left for this tour um, in Toronto, uh, they were playing. And so I got up on stage and sang Black Rose with them, but I'm on their album singing that. Of course. I'm on the album. Yeah. So. It makes sense if I'm in the city and everything. It's funny though because like both Michael and I, we kind of like, you know, I'll be I'll be at the show or or we're on tour and then Michael will go, uh, "Do you want to sing it tonight?" <laughs> As if I would say no or yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I and I always go, "Can I? Do you need me to sing it tonight?" As if like Michael won't say yes. It's funny we just tiptoe around each other. We don't want to like assume that the other doesn't wants to do it which is which is kind of sweet but um i will always say yes you know just surprise him next time say give me the mic motherfucker <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, well, those guys you know, are so nice you know it, yeah it's actually it's, it's great to tour them and and hang out with them it's very easy and there's no drama at least not not none that i've seen and and or been thrown in the middle of and everybody's really cool and just it's easy that's awesome man and of course uh australia we've seen you a couple of times down here and it's always a good time not enough not enough, not enough is exactly what i was going to say uh kind of pissed me off over the years there was a long stretch where we weren't weren't going and i thought what the hell man like we've been to australia three times mm. and i've always heard that australia like it's a big rock nation like a lot of rock bands come out of there. A lot of rock bands go there. Why aren't we? And so, you know, we were able to do it before the, uh, what was it, a year or two before the pandemic? And yeah, 2019, was it? Yeah, or 18 or 19. 18, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then, of course, you know, there was a big delay with the world stopping. But then now I think, you know, with this new album and doing um, um, interviews, uh leads me to believe that we should be returning i understand that power trio from 2021 we didn't go to australia but that was also because like we were still you know things were still kind of like up in the air but this album we should be able to go back to australia man doors open dude 
Yeah, Beer I hope so. Fridge. Yeah. We're ready yeah. for you, man. You say the word and we will be there like like that, bro. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that that would be great. And also like to play some festivals. Like we played Soundwave in 2013 and that was an amazing festival. Yeah. I know it's not around anymore, but man, like only Australia could really wrangle all those bands and, and have it. Man, it was amazing. It was pretty crazy. Hey, man, shout out to AJ for putting all yeah, that stuff yeah. together, man. We, yeah, yeah. He's a good I heard dude. about that. And I heard that it, basically I kind of saw it on Twitter. Like someone said, tagged AJ and said, like, why don't you get, you know, Danko Jones to play Soundwave? And then AJ replied in the thread going, yeah, may, I've heard about that band. Yeah, maybe. And then like a week later, we got an offer. So I... I really think it was because of that those tweets. So he he brought, he brought out bands that I never in a million years thought I'd see. Like you said, yeah. like being all the way down here, like a band called Dredge that I oh yeah yeah and Dredge, yeah. I fucking love that band so much. Never in a million years thought I'd see him. So um yeah yeah, and even on that like on our year there was like five bands from Canada. Mm. and some of them we'd never like toured with or played shows with and it was fun to you know get to know them and hang out that's it hey aj if you watch it shout out to you man yeah good that was job really great. good job dude but uh of course man uh you know we hope to see you very soon and uh, i appreciate you hanging out on the show man especially hanging out in your nice hotel room there probably nice and cozy ready to rock and yeah. yeah that's it's it's a nice hotel, actually, I have to admit. In Norway, everything's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks pretty mint. This is this is just trash. Anyway. <laughs> Danko. Like metal cave. It is. It's my little metal studio cave. Yeah, yeah. Filled with action figures and nerdy stuff. So I'm a right. I'm the 40-year-old virgin that's got kids, my man. But um <laughs> but uh dude we will have all the links down here and on the website danko enjoy the rest of your tour brother and we will have the beers nice and cold when you come thank you See thanks you dude take care man see you